What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Ever Adaptive Podcast. I'm your host, Becky Flowers, along with my co-host here, Sarah Budson. Hi, everyone. Hello. So before we get started, give us an update on your surgery. (laughs) The boobs. (laughs) <laughs> the boobs um okay so I mean it'll be way later by the time they see this but today I am 12 12 days post-op um I feel awesome honestly I feel really really great so obviously last time we recorded I was pretty freshly post-op um I would say the first like four to five days sucked the f- first day after was the worst of it, the worst of it for sure. And it just kind of progressively got better. Um, I have been taking BPC-157 that has helped tremendously with my recovery and my healing, lowering inflammation, just getting things back to feeling more normal. Um, I will swear by that stuff until I die. It's just incredible. Um, And for people that don't know, that's a peptide, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So it's a healing peptide, um, helps with lowering inflammation helps with like rebuilding, repairing tendons, ligaments, uh, injuries, quicker healing time, things like that. Really great for recovery. So it has helped me tremendously for, for my back issues in the past. And so I stopped it for a little bit just so that like sensitivity was there. Cause I knew I had my surgery coming up mm-hmm. and I wanted to run it post-surgery to help with my recovery and healing. Since I knew that I was going to be on a little bit of a more sped up timeline, um, as far as post-op and recovery healing, and then going into prep. So, um, incorporated that about, I think it was two days post-surgery just so that my body could kind of do a little bit of its own natural healing, um, process on its own and then incorporated BKC. And really since then, like I've noticed a huge difference. I would say most of the inflammation was gone about four days after, um, my mobility is like great right now. Like, <laughs> if you're not fantastic. watching the video, she's showing you. So go to YouTube and check out her mobility. <laughs> um, so I went for my post-op appointment six days after, got cleared to train lower body light um, from there on. And then he said, wait about until midweek or so this week to train light to upper body. So okay. I trained two days last week. The first day I was just kind of feeling it out, seeing where where I landed on it all. Um, it went great. I stayed really lightweight just to make sure that like nothing went wrong my first day back. Um, just kind of did mostly like machine work, cable work, stuff like that for legs. And then I felt so good that my second day back training, I ran my regular training split for that day, which was like glutes and quads it's the the lift that we did when you were here yeah and, and every I barely had to modify anything like I did pendulums very reduced weight but still like just focusing on you know contraction and purpose with every every rep and everything like that and I had a freaking great lift I felt awesome my I'm, I'm so hungry my metabolism my metabolism's firing like I definitely needed that little bit of a break, even though I was only out of the gym for a week, that reset helped so much. And I already feel like I'm leaning out. Um, so we're pretty much back to business as usual at this point. I mean, I am 
doing my cardio every day. I was doing about 80%. I'm going to bump it right back up to 100% intensity on that starting today. And today I have hams and glutes. And just, I mean, obviously being careful with everything and cautious, but like still pushing and training my ass off. So everything feels really good. And I'm really happy with my recovery time because I anticipated being down and out for like three weeks out of the gym. That's what I figured. I figured average is like four to six that they say. Yeah. You were pushing for three. Yeah. I was pushing for three. And when I went six days, he's like, you're good for lower. I was like, what? (laughs) I was so happy. (laughs) I remember. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I was pumped. So just being, I mean, I think it was definitely necessary, even just like a mental as well as a physical reset, just to remove myself from the gym for a week. And it just, I mean, it makes you appreciate it that much more, you know, you know how it goes when you make yourself take time off, your body needs it, your mind needs it. And all that's going to do is project you forward, even, even it's going to slingshot you forward. So that's pretty much where I'm at. And like, I'm excited to be back in the gym. I'm excited to get like all of my movement in, all of my steps in, um, food. I mean, my, my diet's been a hundred percent, but now it's just, correlating the diet, getting my steps. I've been averaging about eight to 10 K, um, which really isn't bad, but I'm going to be, you know, back up to my 10 K steps back up to my, my intensity on my cardio six days a week. So just get things rolling, still allow myself to recover and heal for at least the next week, see how upper body goes. Um, and then we're rolling. So timeline on prep, um, We'll see where we land. I know I was kind of gunning for the Detroit Pro-Am show in April, which is really cutting it close. And I want to make sure that I'm I'm allowing my body the time that it does need to recover and heal and also not rushing a prep. I want to make yeah. sure that like I I look how I want to on stage. So I will figure that out as, as I just see how my body responds week by week and see where we, where we land. And I'm still gonna, still gonna gun for nationals, uh, a national show in June, but see what kind of plays out between now and then for a qualifier. So I feel like that's the best way to approach it. It's just for sure. Take it week by week, see where you end up. And there's plenty of shows out there. So. Yeah. And I mean, there's no sense in rushing a prep and crashing everything and just being miserable. Like my first prep back in three years, like I want to do it right. I want to absorb it. I want to feel all the things and honestly just make it like, yeah, it's going to suck, but like, just make it as enjoyable as possible. Yeah. You know, like in every sense, just the, the highs, the lows, the in-betweens, just absorb it all and really just appreciate it. Cause like now I kind of know what to expect from a prep, but I, I know it's going to be completely different. Obviously every single prep is different, but like before, your first time, I mean, there's nothing, you never get your first prep back. Like you're never going to have that experience back. And I've obviously grown so much, both mentally and physically in the last three years. So I'm really excited. I, I'm in a really good place mentally for this prep. Um, and I just want to just cruise it. So I'm excited. I'm excited to experience this with you. 
because it'll be fun. And just to see what prep Sarah is like. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I don't think I was miserable last time, but like, I feel like I'll be just, I'm a very even keel person. (laughs) Yeah. I don't envision you having very many ups and downs or emotional roller coasters. And even with doing like my little mini cut for my shoot too, like I got lower calories. Was I in like a, a stage deficit? Absolutely not. But regardless, nonetheless, I was still hungry. Like, you know, yeah, you're still in a deficit. You're still working your ass off. And I mean, I was fairly normal then, I think. You were fine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was in the depths of prep too. So I don't know. Maybe we're both completely out of our minds and we just I guess we'll find out. (laughs) We will find out. Um, But going off of the boob talk, Mm -hmm. we wanted to talk about things that have made our lives better or improved our lives. So, or the latter, (laughs) or the latter, we were kind of brainstorming before this. So let's start with the latter. So what is something that you've incorporated into your life that you never did before and you guys might be like shook by this because I was at first. That has not been a good add to your life. This is so funny. Yes. So <laughs> purely off of our like our recovery talk here. Um, so prior to getting my boobs done, I knew I was gonna be down and out for a while. This is for the listeners. Obviously, you know this, Becky, but since I moved into my condo, I did not buy a TV. I <laughs> and you've been there for a year, uh, a, a year and three months. <laughs> okay, so no TV, <laughs> no TV because I just like I didn't have time. And by the time I'm like sitting at the end of the day when all my shit's done, I'm like the last thing I want to do is like watch some. Like I just don't have like I would rather read or just like relax or like just be. Um, so I never saw the need for one. I knew I was going to have a lot of downtime post-surgery. So there's a bug. Cool. Um, (laughs) that reminded me, I think like it was like our first episode. You had a fly. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It was in the shop. (laughs) Um, so I bought a TV for Black Friday. Um, and I've wasted a lot of time since having a TV. I don't nearly watch it. Like, now that I'm, like, up and doing things again, like, I don't watch it regularly. But, like, two nights ago, I sat my ass on the couch and watched Polar Express again for the third time this year because it's my favorite movie. <laughs> Which, honestly, that, like, you should have. Like, sometimes you just need that downtime. Yeah. But it becomes that habit again. Yeah. I just... It definitely, I would say mentally, when I couldn't do anything, it was driving me a little nuts, like going from not having a TV for over a year to being couch locked because I can't do anything and watching TV. I was just like, wow, I'm a piece of shit. Like, yeah. no. It was like, 
like I maybe I should have gotten it a little bit earlier just to like have it in my presence I don't know it was like a night and day switch and it it didn't like become a problem or anything but I can definitely see how like if I don't have anything to do it can be like a time suck for sure where before it's like it wasn't even an option I would read or I would just do something else like semi-productive even I mean not that like like even I would scroll which maybe that's a good thing that like I'm I do think I'm scrolling less so that's a good thing but I don't know it's a it's like a love-hate thing it's nice to have um especially because I can watch my Red Wings and then I especially for the holiday season I'm I like religiously put like the fireplace on the tv I yeah I do that too (laughs) for like ambiance like I love it I love it it's right next to my Christmas tree like it gives the whole feel of it which I do love um because like a lot of people are just like well I always just have a tv the tv on for like background noise and it's like I would usually only have like music on for background noise um I feel like that is when you feel uncomfortable with silence so like Mm -hmm. I feel people use the tv and I've done this before too where it's like you feel uncomfortable with silence so you always have the tv on you always have music on a podcast on like something and it's mentally draining so it is um and that's something that I have like I did notice when I first moved here and lived alone for the first time it was like a constant like needed music on because I wasn't I wasn't comfortable with that silence yeah and I'm able to like be in silence now for sure and it's nice being able to like be around yourself and like not need like that some sort of like stimulation Mm -hmm. yeah now I just, I mean, I prefer it, obviously. Sometimes, sometimes I do need a break. And you were able to now sit in that and be comfortable. Mm-hmm. I think that's right. huge. And that's huge for healing too, of going mm-hmm. through the life events that you were. Yes. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's the biggest, the biggest thing is I think that's a way to kind of just like numb out mm-hmm. by like keeping distracted. Yeah. Yeah. Where yeah. like you really have to be like cool with yourself. You can like sit in silence and just be. Yeah. It's uncomfortable. Well, mm-hmm. uncomfortable as fuck. <laughs> um so that if you're struggling with that, maybe just get rid of your TV. I don't know. Throw it away. <laughs> just throw it away. Put it in the trash. I literally even like when I bought it, I was like, because people are so used to me like not having a TV. Like people in my circle now, they were just like you're gonna buy a tv like who are you I know I almost felt like I lost my friend I was like (laughs) oh my god (laughs) normal functioning member of society now but I was that a good thing I don't know right (laughs) I was even like maybe I'll just like leave it in the box (laughs) just in case I need it at least I have it (laughs) no I am glad that I did have it for recovery though um but it's also just, I guess it's, 
you could relate it to scrolling, right? Like it's something that you would just have to like cut yourself off of. And luckily, I don't know. I just like don't even enjoy sitting and like watching the TV. The The biggest thing is like, like I don't watch movies and people are just like, do you like reference movies? And I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about because I probably haven't seen it. They're like, how, how haven't you seen it? I'm like, yeah, I fall asleep during movies. <laughs> do you get to the point where like, you get bored like halfway through because I'm the same way I can watch a show but I need to know when it's gonna end like I can't watch a two and a half hour movie straight no (laughs) I it's I have prior to me getting my tv like I don't even remember the last time I watched a movie like straight through it's so crazy but that's just normal yeah I don't I feel like when you have so many things in your life though too like yeah you're just not gonna sit no I mean it's just like I don't know how people have the time to sit and watch tv for hours at a time I don't either I've kind of slipped into that habit because oh selling sunset is on Netflix and I it's the trashiest reality show but I will put it on in the background while I'm cleaning sometimes and or I'll like I'll take a lunch break because I work from home so I have to like stop myself so I'll go for a walk and then I'll watch that show and I get sucked in so like I get why people do it but it is such a time suck Mm -hmm. go into things that have made your life better okay (laughs) I feel like all I've been all I've been doing is talking about stupid shit (laughs) no okay so things that have made my life better um one thing is the Ninja Creamy. Ooh, agreed. That, yeah, we can both agree on that one. That one was a fun one because I started my power list in prep. So I would do it before sporadically, but I started doing it religiously every single day. And I told myself I can't get a Ninja Creamy until I had done it 30 days straight. I remember. And I would fuck up and I would like start over. So I remember that. <laughs> It was, it was a big reward. So it definitely has paid off. Um, Go wait really quickly. Like, cause people think it's so complicated. What do you do for your recipes? So in prep, I just did protein powder and water mm-hmm. and that's it now. So meal three for training, I have almond milk in my plan. Mm-hmm. So I do almond milk and protein powder. And I use a little coffee frother. That's another thing that's made my life so much better. Like Amazon, a coffee frother. (laughs) Same. I use a frother for everything. I use it for my greens in the morning. I use it for my fiber at night. I use it for, to mix up my creamy before I freeze it. Yeah. Yeah. It makes a difference. I've had people ask me like how it doesn't separate when I was just doing water and protein powder. And I think they were just stirring it. So or shaking it. I don't know what they were doing, but the frother, I never had that issue. I get a little bit of separation at the bottom, but honestly, cause like I use chocolate protein. It's almost like a, like a little like frozen brownie, like layer at the bottom. Like I like it. <laughs> I've had that too. Like sometimes it'll get stuck on the sides. Mm. It's good. Yeah, no, I love my creamy. And honestly, I got it for Christmas, I would say like three years ago, maybe two or three years ago. And it intimidated me and I never knew how to do it right because I just didn't really try. 
And I think probably just before you got yours, I was like, I'm going to try it again. Cause I knew I had it. And I was just like, it's just sitting in my cupboard. And so I tried it again and yeah, I'm like kicking myself for not using it ever since I had it because it's literally a life changer. It is. Um, I just thought of something. What was I going to say that made my life better? Oh, going on Ninja Creamy, um, the Ninja Air Fryer. Mm-hmm. but my air fryer I can't remember what it's called but it's not just an air fryer like I can do instapod I can do oh wow um saute bake like it's just like one whole ass thing in one little compartment I do everything awesome. in there that's awesome I have the like double ninja air fryer all of my like accessories my kitchen accessories are ninja except for like my KitchenAid mixer um bougie but right <laughs> okay we know. <laughs> we know. Sarah's really. Uh <laughs> I have the double air fryer and it does like just like the it doesn't do the instant pot or anything like that, but it does like the roast, the bake, the whatever air fry. Um my ninja coffee pot. I love my ninja coffee pot. That is pretty cool. I did like that when I was there. It's like, ooh. Yeah. yeah. I just have a standard coffee pot. <laughs> I have had a Ninja coffee pot for like four years. When I moved in here, I bought a new one because I was just like, why not? Yeah, yeah. I will never go back to another coffee pot. I love my Ninja coffee pot. Um, so what's the difference? Nothing. It's just Ninja brand. Oh, okay. I don't know. Like there, well, you can do like, like hot or cold, uh, you can do a full pot, a half pot, a travel mug. So it, it does give you the option to do K cups in there too. Okay. Um, it does have a frother attached to it. I never use it cause I have my hand frother, but, um, it does everything. I guess that's maybe the difference, but yeah. I love it. That's cool. I didn't know about that. I'm so like in the dark age. When it comes to coffee, like I have like a coffee made coffee or Mr. Coffee coffee pot. Like I just, I'm the only one that drinks coffee in my house. So it doesn't matter. That's wild. Yeah. Me. I, I love my coffee pot. (laughs) One of my most prized possessions. I might have to upgrade when I move. Um, I would use, I mean, you bake all the time. Is there anything for like baking that is like game changing for you. I know that you bake for your family. You don't really eat any of it, but yeah. Um, the KitchenAid mixer that mm-hmm. was huge. I got that for my birthday, so I haven't had one. I've been using a hand mixer for oh, ever. okay, yeah, yeah. It's um, a game changer for sure. Yeah, especially like my kids love when I make just fresh bread, mm-hmm. and it has a bread hook, so I don't have to knead it. Yep. it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I first got hooked on the KitchenAid mixers when I was managing the bakery that I used to work at. Um, I know you worked at a bakery. Yeah, it was a cookie store. I used to manage it when I was eighteen, and Dude, like I would totally do that. Pretty like pretty much almost every year since during the holiday season, I still go back and like help decorate cookies. Like I just I love doing it. Like like sugar cutouts, like the the fancy ones. Yeah, yeah, it's. It's something that I just loved doing for so long and I still love just like going, it's very nostalgic going back there and helping out with big orders and stuff like that every now and then. 
That's so cool. It has Mm -hmm. to be like therapeutic too. Oh, it's so therapeutic. Yeah. Especially if they're like, Hey, we have a big order. Like, can you come in? I'll just like go in on my own time, whether it's like in the evening, like when everything's closed, like that was like, I'm such a, see, you're such a morning person. Like I'm such a night owl. Like even when I was doing like patient stuff with uh, transcend before I switched over to the foundation, like I would love knocking everything out. And then like, I would stay in the office by the time it got dark out, just like turn my lights on, turn my music on and just like vibe out and take care of like messages or notes and stuff like that. Like I love being in my little, my zone when it's like dark out and no one's around. (laughs) I feel, I feel that. And I feel like this is another topic that we should like do a whole podcast on. Um, But it's like when your brain works best, Mm -hmm. like your brain fires at night. Mine definitely fires in the morning when no one else is around. I feel like yeah. I'm not a people person. Like, I don't Same. want to talk to. <laughs> I don't know why we do a podcast, but <laughs> or like we actually hate everyone, so it's right. fine. Right. So welcome. Thanks for Just listening. Kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> we actually really, really love people. Just it's in our own way. Yeah, yeah. In our own time, you have to give me some space. But yes. <laughs> So what else do you love or something that's made your life better? Not AirPods. <laughs> really? Okay. I, don't I, have them. I am a slave to AirPods and I don't know why. I think it's just like, like I have a hope for how convenient they are, but it's like, I'm on my third pair. They always die so fast. Sometimes they don't charge in the case. But they're like, so the thought of them is great if they would actually work correctly. So we'll put that on the F AirPods list. You don't need this. No, there's probably another company that does it way better, but I'm just a slave to Apple products. Yeah, I know. It's so crazy how so much of the world runs on Apple, but it seems like they're not as good as Android. Trying to think of another. I would not. I would never, ever, ever go like Android phone ever. But like the AirPods, I just I can't. I I have. I lost one in Arizona last year. Like, see, that's. I got rid of those type of headphones because I dropped one at the gym in between the treadmills, and could not (laughs) get it. So I'm like, fuck this. So I just have the Bluetooth, like the. The beats, yeah. Yeah, but they're not beats because I'm not gonna pay that money. So just the Amazon brand. <laughs> That's funny. Um, I would say my ring light. My ring light, I mean, obviously, as competitors, bodybuilders, we not only use it for our check-ins and everything, but like obviously for this, it helps with the podcasting. I love my ring light. I I always have it on like in my office. Like I use it as my office light. I never use like my light in my office. You overhead. Yeah. I would second that. I think investing in a good ring light, especially as competitors, but even like lifestyle clients, if you are working with a coach and sending pictures, invest in a ring light. They're not. Yeah. No, just have the proper setup for your check-ins. I mean, we, I know that we talked about this in our like qualities of a good athlete. Yeah. 
episode, but like checking in and just making sure that your pictures are actually visible and we can see what we need to see with good light. Like that's everything. Like I can't help if I can't see anything. Exactly. And get your whole freaking body in the frame. (laughs) That too. (laughs) That, yeah. Even if you, like, I know some people want to cut off their head. Sometimes I'm like, I I get it, but like, I want to see what your face looks like. Like, do you look miserable or are we okay this morning? This is the most random podcast we've ever done. (laughs) So let's do one more thing. One more thing that has made our lives better. Go. Um, My alarm clock. I have, Mm -hmm. I literally guys, I'm the cheapest human you will ever meet. I am not going to pay for it if I do not have to. It's probably because I have three children to raise and I've been a single mom and I'm like, "Mm, yeah, no. And then there's, and then there's me where I'm like, I will pay for convenience every time. (laughs) And you know what? There's a trade-off for that because like we were just talking about, I told you Instacart, what you need for your training meal. And I would totally pay for that convenience, but that's too expensive for you. But like, there's, if I needed more, I, I always used to Instacart. I, I did always used to Instacart, but I think the biggest annoyance with it for me was they're always out of things. So they're always like substituting stuff. Oh. And that's like, what just like pissed me off the most. And then it's like, I need to get produce and I don't want someone else picking up my produce. And so it's like, I would rather just go and literally all I need is pineapple today and I'm not Instacarting one thing. So that's true. I totally would. So. <laughs> <laughs> but I have going back to my alarm clock, it's from Amazon and it's like the hatch It's a hatch knockoff, um, which I'm sure the hatch is like 10 times better, but for right now it does its job. And what's your favorite? Sarah's laughing because she has a hatch that she, I just made her put an alarm on her phone to try it out because I need to know if it's worth it. I've literally had my hatch since before you were, you came out here, before you came out here, I've had it and I plugged it in. I did try hooking it up once and it like gave me an error and I was just like, fuck this. And it's just been (laughs) plugged in sitting next to my bed on my nightstand for two months now <laughs> it's just pretty at least it's aesthetic and it doesn't even show the time it literally has a dot on it that's spinning in circles <laughs> what the fuck no you need to figure that out because if it's not I'm gonna working work on it tonight i'm gonna work on it tonight we'll give an update i'm the worst it's see this fine. is I, I i live in access it's fine you're fine What's one last thing that you love to close this out? Mm. Oh, okay. I will say this. As an athlete, because we always have shaker cups, right? Do you ever use the ball in your shaker? No, I throw that away. Okay. So I did start buying the, I don't even know, Helimix, Helimix shaker cups oh. where they, it's like the, 
the cup of it is like a it's almost like a vortex kind of they don't come with a shaker ball or anything like that but it's designed in a way so that when you shake it like literally nothing gets stuck at the bottom and you don't need a ball and they're they're a little bit more pricey but I ordered two of them like a couple months ago and I was just like oh like let's just see like what's what's the hype about I love them I really really love them and I'm 100% gonna buy more I'm gonna have to look into those because I hate the ball and I it's because I hate cleaning it. Yep. Um and it but- gets stuck in your dishwasher on the rack and yeah. like I could actually I could really go on a tangent when it comes to like drinking containers because I have gone through so many ones that are just like I thought they were going to be efficient and then they're not. Like there is a certain brand of jug that I really wanted to like for a really long time and I've tried so many different kinds, but they always fucking leak and I got rid of them because I just can't do it anymore. And I have been obsessed with my Yeti water bottles that you guys have seen me drink drinking from on here a million bajillion times. It's hard plastic. It's clear. It's got the like handle on the top and they're wonderful and they just keep coming out with bigger sizes. Like I just got a 1.5 liter one and I'm obsessed. So I have like, one, two, three, four, like five of those now. And I just love them. I could not live without those water bottles. And they don't leak because I know which jugs you're talking about and mine leak all the time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Over it. I'm going to have to look into that. So I love the Yeti ones. They don't no, They don't leak at all. Um, And then they have like just the big handle on top, but the 1.5 because it's, <clears throat> I got a smaller one on accident once, but then I have three one liter ones. And then I just went to Cabela's like last week and found a 1.5. And I was like, yes, that's awesome. Because it's still not too big. It's not too bulky. Um, but I mean, it's 50 ounces. So yeah, you fill that up. I mean, I shoot for at least three of them a day. Yeah. A little bit more. But I also like have my Stanley and I'll drink my Stanley while I'm at home for the most part, just because when I'm out, like I throw my shit everywhere in my car. So like I usually throw my water bottle on my passenger seat because it doesn't fit in the cup holder. Um, Plus, I just have my arms full of things all the time. Yeah, you just have to like dump it. Yeah, yeah. So it's just easier for me to like I'll I'll drink my Stanley at home when I think that's like 40 or 45 or something ounces like that. Um, but the, the Yeti one has been my favorite thing since I discovered it, like, I don't know, a few months ago. I love that. I'm going to have to look into it. Um, random thought before we end. So, you know what my 10 year old asked for for Christmas? Because mm-hmm. girls in her class have multiple, a Stanley. I'm like, what? You don't even like, she doesn't have a phone, doesn't have social media, like no way in hell. What do you need that for? So you can forget it with your lunchbox. <laughs> and the only reason I got one is because one of my opposing clients got it for me as a gift. I oh. told myself I would never order one. And I'm standing on that. I'm not going to order one. I'm not going to buy one for myself. But she sent me one um, after I went out to her show in Arizona. And like, I, I use it. I use it every day. I do love it. I really do love it. But I would never buy one. I don't know why. I think it was just like, because it, I was like, that's basic. That's what I was thinking too. But no, I think that's a sweet gift, but yeah, I'm not going to buy one for my 10 year old. 
That's so random. I know. I do love it. I do like it holds a lot of water. It's sturdy. I love the color of it. Me and my neutrals. It's like that like olive green, natural like green color. Yeah, I love it. Um, but my fave, yeah, my favorite is those Yachty water bottles. Like I I don't think I could have enough of them. <laughs> I love it. Well, I'm sure we're gonna think of ten other things when we get off of here, but <laughs> Um, well, this we'll is such them- a ra- such a random podcast. <laughs> it is, but you know what? I think sometimes it's good to hear what other people like. And mm-hmm. it's also like in the world where people think that they need to have like the Stanleys, the like name brand things, like you really don't. Like there's so many things out there that you can get that are gonna do the job for you that you're gonna freaking love without spending a shit ton of money. Yeah. I'm boycotting those jugs forever. Yeah, no, I need to just get rid of mine because they take up so much space and I never use them. Mm-hmm. I have so many different kinds and I hate all of them. I've really wanted to like them. The only thing that I did love that was convenient about it was like the carry, like the over the shoulder strap. Like that is super convenient, but I can put a, anything on my, my Yeti because it has the loop, like whatever. yeah. You can do it. It's not necessary. (laughs) No, no. So hopefully we de-influenced you from buying those. Hopefully you guys don't tell them. (laughs) Trying so hard not to be mean. (laughs) Like no, I mean if their if their product isn't like up to snuff, like that's such a my mom word, up to snuff. Um, but like if it's not there, like do better. What? What does that mean? <laughs> Up to like, <laughs> this is such my, my, my mom. Um, but like up to like par up to like, if you aren't like up to whatever, I don't know. Standard. On that note, you guys let us know things that you are loving as well, especially as we're going closer to Christmas and you're going to be buying gifts. Um, mm-hmm. let us know what you're loving and yeah. Cause this will release probably right before Christmas, right before Christmas. It'll be <clears throat> next week. So, all right. Well, on that note, we won't talk to you guys until after Christmas. So have a Merry Christmas. Yeah. I know. Have a Merry Christmas, guys. We're so thankful for you for joining us. We still have a lot of fun things planned as well. Um, we're not skipping a beat. So we're going to release everything as is. What day is Christmas fall on? It's a Monday. So we will okay. talk to so them. Don't worry about it. Two days after Christmas. Cool. So we will talk to you one more time before the new year. And I hope that you have a very Merry Christmas and we will talk to you later. Bye guys.